Glory to Jesus Christ. Glory forever. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I remember going out, being awakened by my father, very late in the evening, at least for a child, because we were going to go night fishing. And we go out on the lake. Of course, everything is pitch black, except for your flashlight or whatever lights you have. Uh, we weren't very high tech. Uh, we just had some fishing poles and I believe some high powered flashlights and that was about it. Most of the time we'd be guided. I can remember as a child going out uh, and the moon is pretty much all the light you have because if you try to use a flashlight to guide yourself or something, you're not really going to be able to see very much. So if there's any kind of cloud cover, well, you just hope that you can see the shore, the lights uh, of the dock where you need to go back. I remember how much uh, effort it took, how much harder it was for us to fish at night, how exhausted I was, how Every little thing seemed to be magnified because we're doing it at night. The exhaustion, the exhilaration, the exploration, uh, but also kind of a little bit of a dread as a child because it's so, so dark. This morning we encounter Simon, who's done a whole night of fishing. And he's allowed his boat to be occupied by this teacher, Jesus, and he's listened to him, and I can imagine as he's listening, he's probably doing the, the nod. I had a history teacher once ask me if I needed a seatbelt to stay in my seat because I was nodding so much out of that involuntary passing out that happens a lot in high school from just sheer exhaustion. As soon as our Lord is done teaching, he turns to Simon and he says, launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. And Simon answers, master, we have toiled all night and we've caught nothing. Nevertheless, at your word, I will let down the net. You can imagine yourself in the place of Simon. You're falling asleep in the boat. You've been out all night. You've worked hard. You're probably also a little, I don't know, maybe angry, maybe a little disappointed. You needed to catch fish because this is your livelihood. And this teacher turns to you and you've heard about him. You've heard about his teaching. You've probably heard about the miracles that he's wrought. You also know that he's not a fisherman. He maybe knows a little bit about fishing, but this, he doesn't do this for a job. Maybe you've heard that he's a carpenter. So you have a carpenter telling you, this is how you should really fish. This is what you should do. You should go do this now. If you've ever spoken to an experienced uh, hunter or fisherman, usually they have a lot of things to tell you, but to receive from an amateur is like, okay, that's nice. I've done this my entire life. I know what I'm doing. Simon is exhausted. He's exhausted physically. He's probably exhausted mentally because if you're exhausted physically, your mind is usually not as sharp. 
And he doesn't put up a fight. In response to our Lord, he registers with him, okay, I've done this all night. I've tried with all of my might and I've caught nothing. But since you say so, I will do so. How often I find myself in Simon's position, exhausted, physically, mentally, maybe even spiritually. And in fact, uh, to me, it seems like the past few months have been a night of fishing without not a lot of fish being caught. There is a lot of stress. There's a lot of grief. There's a lot of noise in the air. There's a lot of turmoil. And Simon could have easily said, you know what, Master, if you really want to go on a fishing trip with me, come tonight after I've taken my sleep and we'll go back out onto uh, the water and we'll catch something. But Simon obeys. Simon, in the midst of his exhaustion, in the midst of his expertise, in the midst of having done everything that he possibly could, he obeys. Simon models for us obedient faith. And that might almost be a redundancy to say obedient faith, because faith in and of itself is not just an idea, but is an act of trust that lives itself out through obedience and through works, through fruit that is born of this faith. Simon does not ask questions. He does not push back. He doesn't try to plot his way out of it. He also doesn't uh, go through all of the calculations that so many of us do with our lives. Is this the best use of my time? Could I, is this, I, I just did all of this work. Why do I need to go do this again? Is this uh, the most efficient thing with my energy or my money? Wouldn't it be better if I slept and then went back at it this evening to fish again? It's easier, from my understanding, it's easier to catch fish, certain fish at night, because they're uh, active in a way that they're not, they're not in the middle of the day. No. Simon goes right for it. Simon hears what our Lord says, and he obeys with faith. There's so many times in my own life, and I'm sure you can relate to it, where there's something that I'm facing, some challenge, and I've, I'm tapped. I've done everything that I can possibly think of, uh, scheme my way through it, uh, try to make excuses for it, uh, try to think and think, and probably also talk and talk and talk and talk. And I've got nothing. And our Lord tells us to pray. Our Lord tells us, in fact, through the tradition and through our fathers and mothers in the church, to pray without ceasing. But notice all the things that I usually do when I am tapped. What do I do? I usually plot. I usually scheme. I usually make excuses. I usually talk, 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 talk until I collapse. How many nights it's one in the morning and Chelsea and I are talk, 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 talk. I talk as much as Chelsea. That's not. <laughs> no prayer. 
major things, major challenges, things that need prayer. And I might think about it and say, help me, God. Do I say prayer specifically about it? Do I then drench this concern with prayer? Do I, even as our Lord tells us, as some challenges that we face, that the only way that we're going to uh, overcome it is through prayer and fasting? Obedient faith means that we obey, that we do what our Lord asks us, even if we think that we have exhausted everything in our power, everything that we can think of, everything that we can talk about. And this also has to do for us with many things that we struggle with, possibly within the faith. I don't really know what I think about sexuality. I really don't know what it means to be a man or a woman. I don't really know what it means uh, for us to be a Christian in today's society. Those can be up here kind of questions, the million dollar questions, the things that set our society broiling and boiling, especially right now. But it also has to do with things that our Lord asks us when he asks us to forgive others. When he tells us that a life in following him will be suffering, that we need to pray And we need to learn how to pray because our souls depend upon this. All of these things, Simon gives us an example. If we don't understand what it means to be a man or a woman or what marriage is, then we assent to the teachings of the church and we understand it maybe later because we don't know everything immediately. When I was a child, I spoke like a child. I didn't understand what marriage was. I didn't understand what it meant to raise children. And I'm still figuring those things out. But I do it in obedience to what our Lord and what the teachings of the church put before me, just as I strive as hard as I can and as hard as we can to forgive, to learn how to suffer with the cross before us and in the light of the resurrection to learn how to pray or whatever God has commanded us to do that we struggle with or we're just not there yet. Maybe even be something like asking for prayers from saints. Maybe we're in a low spot or maybe we question, is Holy Communion, is that truly the body and blood of Christ? Simon's response to our Lord when he says, launch out into the deep is not excuses, it's not plodding around it, it's not putting up a whole bunch of questions, it's not a lot of talk, talk, talking, it is obedience. It is because you have said so, I will do so. Today in the epistle, Paul tells us that today is the day of salvation. Today is the day that you and I are always given this moment to hear the word of the Lord and to say, even though I might have questions, even though I may not understand everything, or maybe because I've got a whole list of excuses or reasons as to why I should not do X, Y, or Z, why I should not forgive, why I should not pray for that person, why I should not uh, give of my means to the church, etc., 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 That we, like Simon, say, nevertheless, because of what you have said, I will do so. 
And brothers and sisters, you will find that you will bring into the boat so much fish, so much fruit, that your boat can't handle it. To obey him is to receive the entire blessing of the creator, the one who sustains all things, the one who shows us the way. So brothers and sisters, let us be like Simon Peter. Let us, when we've heard the word of the Lord, forsake all things, all of our plots, all of our questions, all of the things that we use to shirk, dodge, whatever our Lord has commanded us, and let us follow him. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.